In this week's market update, is the US set for a bear market? And what does that mean for UK investors? And will the slew of retail results throw cold water on the beer and barbecue bank holiday spending spree that appears to have propped up April's retail sales? After a week in which the Dow Jones Industrial Average recorded its first eight-week losing streak since 1923, the big question is whether this is the week the US markets officially move into bear market territory. Last week, the S&P 500 closed around 19% below its record, with a 20% decline since the start of the year regarded as a technical beginning of a bear market. When Wall Street sneezes, London catches cold, or so the saying goes. So, if Wall Street is on the brink of a cycle in which share prices are caught in a prolonged fall, the worry is that it could wreak havoc for UK investors. Here in the UK, the week has started with markets in relatively upbeat mood, though, after a week that saw the blue-chip FTSE 100 and the more domestically-oriented FTSE 250 mark losses. Now, whether this is something of a relief rally remains to be seen, but the mining and oil and gas sectors are both up, boosted by higher commodity prices, a weaker dollar and plans to end COVID-19 lockdowns in top metals consumer China. Speaking of China, US President Joe Biden has also said he was weighing cutting tariffs on Chinese goods. The issue, though, is whether a market rally has any chance of being sustained until the causes of the turmoil are resolved. Last week's volatility, that was made worse by missed earnings quarters from retail giants in the US, wasn't helped any by mounting investor concerns about inflation and global geopolitical tensions. What a sustained rally probably needs is China reopening, Russia withdrawing from Ukraine and the thorny issue of rising inflation effectively tackled. So no small tasks then. Staying in the UK, while last week's UK retail figures were a pleasant surprise, a flurry of results from the sector this week will tell us what's happening away from the beer and barbecue bank holiday spending that appears to have been propping up the numbers. B&Q and Screwfix owner Kingfisher is first out the gate and has pleased with the full year on target, despite a drop in first quarter sales. Marks and & Spencer and Pets at Home are two more reporting during this week. They will be closely watched following the mixed retail data last Friday and the record low for UK consumer confidence. At M&S, it's also Chief Executive Steve Rose last week as he passes a baton to new joint CEOs Steve Machin and Katie Bickerstaff, who are expected to lower profit guidance for the year ahead. On the UK results scene, we also have a slew of utilities companies reporting, which are usually a popular choice with investors during times of market stress. Look out for figures from power company SSE, along with water companies Seven Trent and United Utilities. United Utilities is another company whose boss is stepping down, with Steve Mogford due to be succeeded by customer service chief Louise Beardmore next year. Elsewhere, food and holidays are themes, with meat producers Cranswick and Hilton, along with beach holiday specialist On the Beach and airport cafe operator SSP. Today, of course, sees the second day of the World Economic Forum in Davos. About 2,500 business leaders, politicians and experts are gathered together for the event, which is being held in person for the first time since January 2020. No doubt the war in Ukraine, the energy crisis and the brewing economic challenges will be top of the agenda. Speaking of economics, this week we also get the last macroeconomic nuggets of the month with flash PMI surveys and a closely watched Federal Reserve update. Central banks will be a major focus for investors with minutes from the US Federal Reserve's latest Federal Open Market Committee meeting due on Wednesday. 
This will give us further insight into the state of the US economy with the publication of first quarter gross domestic product data, the Federal Reserve minutes, and the April print for personal spending and income. And finally, closer to home, the UK government will provide an insight on its finances for the year to April on Tuesday, with higher rates of inflation likely to have pushed up the cost of interest payments on debt. Please note that the value of investments and the income from them can go down as well as up, so you may get back less than you invest. Investors should note that the views expressed may no longer be current and may have already been acted upon. This information is not a personal recommendation for any particular investment. If you are unsure about the suitability of an investment, you should speak to one of Fidelity's advisors or an authorised financial advisor of your choice. Overseas investments will be affected by movements in currency exchange rates and investments in emerging markets can be more volatile volatile than other more developed markets. Reference to the specific securities should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell these securities and is included for the purposes of illustration only. Tax treatment depends on individual circumstances and all tax rules may change in the future. Withdrawals from a pension product may not be possible until you reach age 55, 57 from 2028. This podcast may not be reproduced or circulated without prior permission. No statements or representations made in this podcast are legally binding on Fidelity or the recipient. This podcast is meant only for UK residents and does not constitute an offer or a solicitation in any jurisdiction in which it may be unlawful to make such an offer or solicitation.